2: All right, we back again on the morning show with Prince Carlton. We got Sid Lawrence in the house, and we got a very special guest. Talk to him, said So the first thing we like
0: to do is we always like to ask our guests to introduce themselves to our audience in their own words, but also just uh, tell our audience about some of the work you do.
3: What is up, gentlemen? Prince said thank you so much for having yeah. me on the show. Uh, so I'm CK. I'm the general manager of Bitcoin Magazine. Uh, and I uh, help run things here uh, at BTC Inc. So we do Bitcoin Magazine, which is the oldest and original uh, publication focused just on Bitcoin. Uh, we do the Bitcoin Conference, which is the biggest Bitcoin and crypto event in the world. Uh, last Absolutely. year we had twenty, we had twenty five thousand people in Miami Beach. This year we're going to have tens of thousands of people, and uh, yeah, we're bringing in huge names uh, from you know across different industries. Uh, to this mm-hmm. event. So uh, yeah, I mean, living the dream, gentlemen. I'm living the dream. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 happy I, to <laughs> answer any questions. I,
2: I, absolutely. Okay. So how did you get started with the Bitcoin magazine? And then how did the Bitcoin conference follow up that?
3: Yeah. So great question. Uh, I was working in tech. I was living in Silicon Valley and uh, I was doing sales and a friend of mine, she was like, in 2017, she was like, Bitcoin Uh, you got to check it out. It's the best investment of my life. Uh, and Mm -hmm. at the time I was like into personal finance, I was into the credit card game. I was into making money and getting ahead. (laughs) So, uh, I started looking at Bitcoin and I realized, Holy shit, like this is, uh, some, this is the future. Um, and I know a lot of people say, Oh, blockchain, crypto, all these things are the future. Uh, no, I mean, Bitcoin is truly, uh, the future because, uh, it is, uh, this new internet protocol that is supposed to represent something that we've used uh, shells and metals and government paper for. Uh, and it is something that is completely changing uh, how the world is going to operate in the future. And I recognized that almost immediately. And I couldn't focus on software sales anymore. I had to figure out how to get into Bitcoin. So uh, I quit my job two days before Christmas. And I don't know if you you gentlemen were paying attention to Bitcoin back in 2017, but that is when Bitcoin hit 20k. And that was the top. So I quit my job yep. right at the top in 2017 of of that bull cycle. And I went to an event in Miami, I met the Bitcoin magazine folks there. Uh, and two weeks later, I had a job and I was uh, doing event sales for Bitcoin magazine. And I kind of worked my way through uh, the organization from February 2018 to today. And, you know, now I'm on the executive team.
0: Wow, Wow, that's 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 pretty dope. So 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 for people for people who don't understand, uh, maybe even act like you're talking to my grandmother or something like that.
2: For people who don't understand, (laughs) I'm telling I'm telling grandma, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I ain't say which one. (laughs) Uh, For people who don't understand what Bitcoin is, how can you explain Bitcoin to them in just the most simple terms?
3: Yeah, great question, said. So ultimately, Bitcoin is a internet <laughs> protocol that represents a open, transparent, and easily verifiable monetary system. So uh, a, a really big reason why uh, today it is so hard to get uh, ahead in life is because we all use pretty much the DMV equivalent of money. Uh, So we are all (laughs) using, whether it's in the US or whether it's in Africa or whether it's in South America or whether it's in Asia, all of us, 100% of humans um, are using government money, which is effectively the DMV equivalent of money. And what Bitcoin is offering is a technological upgrade on that. Um, Just to kind of zoom out, maybe grandma understands, like, why do you buy real estate? A lot of times, mm. it's because they're not making any more of it. Okay, well, on the flip side of that, why don't you want to hold cash? Is because they're making a lot more of it. So one of right. the key tenets of Bitcoin is, again, it's a technology that replaces DMV equivalent of money. One of the key tenets of it is that it is a synthetic uh, scarce asset, just like real estate, where... Real right. estate—they're not making more of it. Actually, they kind of are because you can always build up, and you know, Dubai <laughs> right. <is> building more <laughs> land. You can build up islands, stuff like that. Actually, right. Bitcoin is even more scarce than that because pretty much it's a it's a set of rules that we opt into, and part of those set of rules is a fixed monetary supply. So right. they're not making more of it. It's technology, and it's an upgrade on the DMV equivalent of money, which is the US dollar, the British pound, the European uh, euro. Uh, And uh, if you think about what Uber did to uh, what Uber did to cabs, if you think about what uh, Mm e-commerce did to uh, in-person commerce, uh, and now you apply to what technology is going to do to money that's being controlled by governments today, uh, you can can already kind of figure that out. It's not rocket science that This is where the world is going to go, and it's going to make everyone's life better ultimately because now everyone, no matter if you're in South Sudan or if you're in Puerto Rico or if you're in Venezuela or if you're in the United States, you all get access to a perfectly scarce, uh, undilutable money that is Bitcoin.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay, so so I, I, I know you already, you kind of already touched on this, but I'm going to ask you this. Uh, so give us the story on how you was orange pill, how you was just officially orange pill.
3: <laughs> yeah, no. So Prince, uh, a lot of people, it takes them a while to go from like a normal dude to like a crazy orange pill Bitcoin Absolutely. fanatic. For me, it was a pretty quick process. Uh, so I told you my friend, Laylee, uh, she had introduced me to Bitcoin. She said, hey, you got to pay attention to this thing. Best investment of my life. Uh, and uh, at the time, 2017, there's these things called ICOs. So effectively, uh, you know, Joe Schmo would show up and say, Hey, I'm making Uber on the blockchain, or I'm making this on the blockchain, and you need to use this token in order to uh, get access to it. And it's going to be decentralized. Uh, and people were going crazy for this you know. stuff. And I, like I said, I was working for a Silicon Valley startup. <laughs> so I've seen, startups raising money. Uh, and, you know, the best startups were raising like, you know, 30, 40, $50 million, like the best ones, wow. with green products, all this kind of stuff. And now you see, you know, these ICO projects that they were raising money at like, you know, 60, 100, 200, a billion, and they had no products. So then I started looking up what's wrong with blockchain? What's wrong with crypto? And uh, the only people who are talking about it are, you know, what would be called like hardcore Bitcoin maximalists who are just saying like, oh, this Uh is wrong with this. This is wrong with this. And this is why Bitcoin is the only thing that actually matters. Uh, And Mm. from there, I kind of got introduced to like, let's call it the Bitcoiners. And I was very quickly kind of orange-pilled from there. Uh, And yeah, the rest is history.
2: Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. Because I I had, I I started off with, uh, I don't know what year it was, but I started off with Bitcoin early, but I wasn't like I, I just I just thought like okay, this is I, I'm I'm gonna take a, a little I'm gonna put one foot in just a little foot, you know, you know, and I and I put some money in on it. Um, then I did I think a Dogecoin. Uh, then I went on the trip. It's so crazy. I went on the trip and with my wife, and I pulled some of the money out that I made, you know, that's the worst mistake of my life, man. You know, what <laughs> I, yeah, I, pulled, I pulled some of the money out and, uh, and that was kind of my first start, but now I'm just full fledged on, uh, on Bitcoin now. Yep.
0: So, so why do you believe that Bitcoin is the future?
3: Well, hey, first of all, Prince, it's always a good lesson to, you know, take out some money and then realize that, hey, that was the most expensive pizza of my life. That was the most expensive <laughs> vacation of my life, whatever. That's kind of what Bitcoin does. right? Um, but I mean, said, you know, I, I think I kind of mentioned this, which is, you know, Bitcoin ultimately is a system, a technological system for money, and it is built on fairness and transparency. And just today, you know, I know that we're recording maybe right before we actually, uh, you know, air. But just today, the third largest bank or sorry, the uh, yeah, it's the third largest bank to ever fail in the United States failed. Right. Yep. And yep. Yep. it failed because there was no transparency and there's no verifiability. And uh, and they themselves are fractionally reserved. And they are, you know, this bank, First Republic Bank, and same with Silicon Valley banks and several other banks that have failed this year, they failed because they're holding what is called risk-free assets, tre- uh, government paper, treasuries, bonds, uh, <laughs> and the government kind of pulled a fast one on these banks because they said, hey, you know, we're going to issue these assets two or three years ago at 1% interest rate. That means they'll pay you 1% per year on the on uh, on the on the actual uh, security, on the actual investment. Uh, and they said, we're not going to raise rates. We are not going to change the profitability of these instruments in the future. We're not even thinking about it. Right. Fast forward two years, we've gone through the fastest rate increase cycle in history. And now all of these banks are holding treasuries that they bought two years ago they're way underwater and they don't even have the money that you me, and the other guy put into these banks thinking that, you know, they're just going to keep it in a safe for me. Actually, what they're doing is they're, they're reinvesting it. Uh So they don't have that money. People are not confident that they have that money. And now we know because of what the federal government did, uh, with our monetary supply and like the foundation of, of money that, uh, that they don't have the money and that they're bust. And now bank after bank after bank is failing because the system is, is completely made out of quicksand. So right. uh, kind of going back to what Bitcoin is, like Bitcoin is a system where you can download the software and you can see not just your money and where your money is, but you can actually see everyone's Bitcoin everywhere. And anyone can actually do that, right? So now we don't have to trust the Fed to keep their promise that they're not going to change the price of money in the future. Now we just know that Bitcoin is going to be released on this site, uh, like at this schedule, every single year. And actually, the only thing that we know into the future, for certain, moving into the future, the only thing that any of us know is the Bitcoin supply in the future. Like that type of certainty is has has never existed in anything that human humanity has ever done before and now we can apply that to money uh and and that imagine what that does for our ability to plan right so all of these banks that apparently are like regulated by the fed they can't even plan two years ahead without getting completely wrecked and Mm -hmm. now here's us we're just normal people we can download this software and we know exactly where the money is going to be in 95 years Like that is a huge, huge upgrade to our ability to just even understand this system that we're using to allocate value. Like, think about what you and I do to make money and, and to live. Like it yeah. is it is by is makes the world go round. And we need that money to be, you know, to not cheat us. We need that money to be good to us. Absolutely. And ultimately, like that's why Bitcoin, Bitcoin is just money that. That works and cares for you and doesn't lie to you, and that you can verify yourself. That's it.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, okay, is it my Miami Beach is an amazing destination for almost anything? Okay. So what 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 made you guys put the Bitcoin conference in Miami Beach?
3: Oh, great question. Well, so I don't know if you two remember, but uh, two years ago, uh, 2021, the world was still uh, a pretty scared place. Lots of places were pretty <laughs> <already> locked down. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, and originally, this event was actually in Los Angeles. So it was, Bit- it was Bitcoin 2020 in San Francisco. That, was, that actually got canceled three weeks before the conference because of COVID. Wow. We ended up moving wow. the event after 2020 just was not going to happen to Los Angeles, but the city of LA was not giving us any guarantees that we'd be able to have the event at all in 2021, right? right? So we had all, you know, we kind of had like a a hold on the venue and all this kind of stuff, but the, the city was not, was pretty much like giving us no guarantees. And here we are, January 2021, LA is giving us nothing and we have to decide, do we go to a different city or do we risk potentially going through the entire year without having an event? Right. And we're seeing people partying in Miami Beach while in Mm -hmm. and out, having a Mm -hmm. good time. And we're like, shoot, like we should just see what what things are like in Florida. Uh, And, you know, the mayor of Miami, uh, Francis Suarez, open arms. He was like, please come here. So in 2021, we brought the event to Miami. It was in Wynwood, which is one of the coolest neighborhoods in Miami. I had a lot of Mm -hmm. fun there. That was one of the best Bitcoin events ever in history. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we we went we wanted to go bigger and better. So and then the next best option in the whole geography is the Miami Beach Convention Center. So then we we took uh, our business over to Miami Beach, Bitcoin 2022. Like I said, twenty five thousand people, absolutely huge. Uh, and this year we're running it back. So uh, we love Miami Beach. Uh, we love Florida. Uh, it's one of the few places in the world 2021 where you could even have an event. Uh, absolutely. And that, that's why yep. that's why we ended up there is because they ripped us out of the clutches of the West Coast. Uh, and uh, they're like, "Come here! This is a better place to to have an event," and I think it is.
2: Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, right. That's your, your that's your uh, turn. So yeah, so uh, can you talk about any new additions to the event that uh, uh, that wasn't there last year? Any any yeah yeah any new um, uh, 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 pieces to the event that you guys added on?
3: Last year was an absolute blast. We had so many celebrities. We had so many musical artists. We actually had an entire music festival the last day of the event, Sound Money Crazy. Fest. It was actually absolutely wild and out. Actually, I think this year, it's it's not about uh, doing more or doing newer. It's actually just how do we do it better, right? Right. So, yep. uh, I think one of the big keys here is we have some incredible VIPs and some incredible builders and Uh, venture capitalists and just people who have the ability to allocate capital in the space uh, and they purchase our VIP pass to come to the conference uh, and we've really, really, really improved that VIP experience. Uh, We have this area that is, we're calling it the deep backstage, but effectively there's this VIP lounge that is going to be back. It's like the backstage area of the main stage. It's going to be where all of the speakers are hanging out. um, And Uh, that, that's going to be an incredible central point in the entire event where, you know, the folks who have our VIP pass, the speakers, the capital allocators are going to be able to network, going to be able to rub shoulders with, you know, all the most important people in the Bitcoin space. And I'm really excited about that experience. Um, I'm also really excited about what we're doing with the Expo hall. So um, the Expo hall is going to be hundreds and hundreds of companies in the space. Just an incredible build, right? But right. we are we are just thinking through like how do we optimize networking? How do we help job seekers find jobs at the at the conference? How do we uh, help people, uh, come together and and create great business deals. And one of the best ways to do that is with great kind of networking tools. So we have a great app, and that app, you know, if you are coming to the event, you get an invite code of the app. You get to create a profile. Yep. You can actually network and set up meetings inside of the app. And at our Amsterdam event last year, I think we had like a seventy percent hit rate. If you try to set up a meeting, you actually got it within the app. Wow, so we're bringing that back. Uh, We have a bunch of different lounges within the expo hall where you can set up meetings and you can actually reserve a table. Um, So we have a lot of improvements in terms of networking. And then lastly, let's talk about like some community events. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever been to a Bitcoin conference or sorry, a Bitcoin meetup, but um, Bitcoin meetups is like the backbone of like this grassroots movement, which is advocating for Bitcoin. So long story short, let's say you live in Miami. Let's say you live in New York. Let's say you live in Houston odds are is there is a group of bitcoiners who meet together regularly you can go to meetup.com or go to bitcoinermeetups.com or any of these different places that kind of aggregate this info uh but these Bitcoin meetups is it, like think of it, it like and I don't want to say it's like a church but think of it, it's like you know, right. your own like local way to come together and talk to like-minded people so right. we have actually organized all of these meetup organizers to spin up different teams and we have this thing it's like almost like the bitcoin meetup olympics so different different meetups from around the world are going to be able to compete at the conference uh for a chance to one prove dominance and bragging rights of who's the best meetup but two the winner is actually going to get an entire bitcoin to allocate to making their big their meetup better so again, kind of like i I think really improve things on three different levels at the event one for like those big wigs who are going to make a difference for the space who are going to be allocating capital. We create a great VIP experience Two, It's with the networking and the enterprise opportunities and the expo hall and the app. Uh, I'm really excited for the upgrades there. And then lastly, on the community side and the, the fun side, the, the supporting the people who are on the ground every single day, bringing Bitcoin forward, you know, we have the Bitcoin game. So those are just three different elements that uh, I'm really excited for.
2: Amazing. We, oh my can God. you talk about uh, uh, a
0: few of the new speakers that's going to be at the uh, the conference this year?
3: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, you know, last year we had we had incredible, incredible speakers. Right. So it's really hard to kind of to, to outdo that. But I'm really <laughs> proud with what we put together this year. Um, I don't know if either of you know who Arthur Hayes is, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, the yeah. former CEO of BitMEX uh an absolute badass one of the best writers in the space i'm super excited that we're going to be featuring him at the conference uh in my opinion he's one of the most interesting people and probably one of the most insightful people in the entire crypto space right and he actually built one, you know what was uh in 2021 uh one of the biggest most dominant exchanges in the world and it got taken down by the u.s government but it, it never stopped operating. Why? Because it was actually run 100% on Bitcoin. And I think that's the first time ever in history that the US government was like, we're taking you down. And they didn't actually take them down, right? right. So um, I think it's really huge to show like the power of Bitcoin. The man is finally free. Uh, he's He lives in Miami. He's going to be coming to the conference. and He's going to be featured a lot. Um, I'm also super excited for David Marcus. So he he's... He's one of those people that if you're in Silicon Valley, you know who he is. If you're not, you you may not know who he is. But long right. story short, he, he's he been in tech for a long time. And he was actually at Facebook when they were trying to release the Libra project a few years mm. back. Their Facebook was trying to create their own cryptocurrency. Right, yep. The US government was like, no, we're taking that down. And yep. David Marcus, through that experience, he was like, wow, I actually need to start a Bitcoin company. And he's right. a lightning company. So he officially announced his company, LightSpark, a few months ago, uh, and he's going to be speaking at the event. Uh, and then here's another one, Tulsi Gabbard. So she is a former congresswoman from Hawaii. She's a big, big, big advocate for freedom. Uh, right. And she has, you know, really co- kind of very interesting. She was a Democrat and flipped, you know, I would say probably conservative. I don't know if she'll yep. label herself as Republican,
2: but Right. she
3: flipped conservative uh, and- this is going to be, you know, she has a keynote at the event and this could potentially could be her opportunity to go from blue to red to team orange and actually <laughs> right. announce why Bitcoin is is truly the best way to kind of bring freedom in a digital age. So that's why we bring the Bitcoin conference together is because we want to create a platform for you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tulsi Gabbard, Glenn Greenwald, some of these folks yep. who aren't publicly in Bitcoin to kind of like have a platform to stand on and be like, "Yeah, I support Bitcoin, and I'm behind this coalition."
2: Wow, that's amazing. Okay, I I, I know you just talked about this. Okay, so it seems like the government is trying to. It, it's like they they're very hostile against Bitcoin and, and and we and we know soon they'll introduce their own uh uh Cbdc um is it any way because I talk among I talk amongst my friends about this is it any and I and I hear two different sides is it any way that they can shut down Bitcoin or for anybody using Bitcoin can the government do that
3: so I mean the the best way that I think through can the government shut down bitcoin can the government kill bitcoin is thinking through what happened with the government globally trying to shut down and kill marijuana right mm-hmm. so right ultimately marijuana is just a plant and bitcoin yep. is just an internet protocol it they're they're both decentralized right so like yep. anyone can go and plant marijuana anyone can go and download Uh, the Bitcoin blockchain, anyone can share it or spread it peer to peer, right? And we saw, you know, through the past hundred years, the world tried to to take down marijuana and every government across the planet was aligned around doing that. And guess what? They couldn't do it. They lost. They ended up spending a lot of money and sending a lot of people to jail. Mm -hmm. Um, They ended up, you know, destroying industries Uh, And in the end, if you live in America, in like 35 different states, you can go buy it (laughs) semi-legally, right? Right. And, and, you know, you can pretty much get it across the globe still. So I think the similar situation, you know, is in front of government and Bitcoin. It's like you can't actually ban it. You can't actually remove it, but you can ban your people from it. You can make it very uncomfortable for your people to leverage the tool. To actually get access to it, you can make it a gray market or black market item, but you can't actually get rid of it because it's decentralized. It's permissionless. Anyone can share it, download it, use it, spend it, and there's no third party to regulate it. Um, right. So Bitcoin is very, very difficult to stop. But the U.S. government can act like China and ban the Americans from using Bitcoin. It would be very undemocratic and un freedom oriented of them to do so they very well could do so and they can make my life difficult and your life difficult they can ban our the people of this country from bitcoin but they can't actually ban bitcoin
2: wow good good answer okay so a lot of people are leaving places they're they're getting their uh their bitcoin off of coinbase and they're doing self-custodial wallets what's the best self-custodial wallet uh, uh, um um, in your opinion. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on moon right now. I'm on moon right now. I love now. moon. I yes, love moon wallet.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Prince, great, great subject. Long story short, the best way to think about Bitcoin is Bitcoin is digital cash. So just like cash, you can actually hold it in your hand, right? You can actually have it just you. It's not an account that you sign into, but something that you can actually have, right? right. So Moon Wallet is a wallet you can put on your phone. And uh, with that wallet, you know you can hold Bitcoin on your phone. Um, so if you have Bitcoin on a Bitcoin exchange or a Bitcoin bank, like Coinbase or Cash App or River.com or Gemini.com, all right. of these are like a bank. So, What you need to do is you need to go to that bank, go to that bank's virtual ATM and pull your Bitcoin (laughs) out. And the reason why you want to do that is because unlike fiat, unlike dollars, which the government can bail a bank out if they fail, they can organize a way to like replace that, that USD. If something happens with that business and they fail and they can't provide you with your asset, no one can bail out your Bitcoin. And at the Mm -hmm. same time, your Bitcoin is so easy to hold. You can hold it on your phone. You can hold it on a on a separate device, a dedicated device that's pretty cheap to get. It's actually super easy for you as an individual to hold and secure it, right? So yeah. unlike gold or USD, like if you have a hundred thousand dollars USD, like that's a problem, right? Like right. You putting right. that in a safe, putting that under your bed, like that's kind of a problem. With Bitcoin, that's not a problem. It's it's, right. it's just information. One dollar yeah. worth a Bitcoin or a million dollars worth a Bitcoin. It's, it's the same to you in terms of your ability to hold it. So right. now what's the best way to hold it? Well I think a good way to start is download one of the great apps on your phone, hold it on your phone that's better than holding it in a Bitcoin bank or an exchange. But what's even better is buying a dedicated device in order to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that's even better is because these dedicated devices, they' they're called they're oh. offline devices. Right. So think about like think about like what uh, your car keys, right? So your car keys are secure because you're the only one that have them and no one can virtually steal them from you. The only way they can get them from you is to like actually get it from you. Like I have to go find you Prince and be like, give me your keys and then go to your car and unlock it. Right. So that's the same thing with with a Bitcoin hardware wallet and offline device is effectively you get you take the keys to unlock your Bitcoin and you take them off the internet. You put them in a in a in a form where only someone who physically has the device can actually access the keys. And they are they don't these devices don't have Bluetooth. They don't have uh they don't have Wi-Fi, they don't have anything like that. So what it does is it makes it very secure to To have that Bitcoin, right? Uh, because it's right. not on the internet anymore. I hope that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it do make sense. I because uh, I was searching on uh, uh, Ledger for like a few weeks, and but but there's. I think don't their uh, wallets. Don't they? The hardware wallets. Don't they have? They have Bluetooth. I think. So, they have on, on, one with Bluetooth.
3: Yeah, all oh, they, they have, have one, one with Bluetooth. On. Yeah, is, is I, that I the personally small am not. One? Yeah, oh. yeah. So they have the Ledger Nano S, which has no Bluetooth, and then they have the Ledger Nano X, which does have Bluetooth. Right. I personally I don't like the Bluetooth. Um All right. I, I, I say no to the Bluetooth. But, um, right.
2: It's so yeah. crazy. I was looking I was looking at it, it like last week and I'm like, why why would why would they have Bluetooth a bit? That that'd be like, you know what I mean? So somebody could steal that kind of
3: they want to make it so they can you can use it with your phone.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I see.
3: Okay. A lot of people who have iPhones, they, they can't put like a little micro u like micro USB chip and transfer right. the info. So right. they want to make it so you can use it with your iPhone. I, I really like this uh hardware wallet It's called the cold card. Okay. And the cool thing about the cold card <laughs> is it has, it has no U S it has no uh Bluetooth on it. So it's, it's more kind of offline than the Ledger Nano X, but right. it has NFC. So, like you have Apple Pay or Samsung Pay, and you can like tap your phone on the thing. Uh, right. You can do that with the cold card. So, you can take a cold card and then you can tap it on your phone and then, uh, and then, and like, you know, sign, sign a transaction that way. It's a really, wow. really cool user experience. I love it.
2: Wow. Mm. Okay. Good information. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to check that out.
3: All right, so hey! We, you can buy one in person at the conference, so come to Bitcoin go. 2023. <laughs> hey, buy one in person.
2: <laughs> you know what? That's exactly what I'm gonna do. That's exactly what I'm gonna do when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, hell yeah! Get, hell
0: yeah. You know, I I don't know a, a ton about Bitcoin, but but you know my my brother does, so I'm really excited just to learn a lot more. Even this interview has kind of like got me like more excited to let's like start digging in and start, you know, what I'm saying, utilizing it. Um, but for uh, uh, for you, is there anything else you would like to promote and also uh, let our audience know uh, how they can reach you uh, on your social media and anything like that?
3: Gentlemen, thank you again so much for having me. I really appreciated it. Um, yo, so I would say the only thing I have to promote here is the Bitcoin conference, Bitcoin uh, May 18th through the 20th, coming in 17 days now. Uh, huh? It is going to be the most pertinent. The most timely event, probably of the entire year, because Bitcoin is coming into its time. Again, we just saw another bank, a third bank of the year, the largest yep. failure so far happen. Uh, we are seeing. Uh, uh, you know, we're seeing politics really speeding up for the 2024 election cycle. We're seeing all these people announcing that they're going to be running for president. We're seeing geopolit- geopolitics really getting very, very interesting these days. Yes, and like that is all about that is like what Bitcoin's about. Bitcoin mm-hmm. is about all of these things, and we are coming together tens of thousands of informed consumers strong joining. And coming together to talk about the future, how the future of money looks, and how the entire economy comes together uh, in conjunction with it. So, uh, y'all, Bitcoin 2023, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be important for humanity, but even more than that, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we live in times where there's a lot of just anger. So, um, you know, come together and see that the future is bright. The the orange future is bright. Uh Bitcoiners are, are some of the most optimistic people out there. Uh we are we're optimistic about what the future looks like. And uh yeah, the Bitcoin conference is one of the most important, pertinent, fun, and optimistic events of the year. So can't wait to be there.
2: Hey man, we uh, appreciate you. you, CK. We appreciate yeah, you coming absolutely. on. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, gentlemen. Yep. Got Cheers. Free.